Welcome to Real Talk with Razak, where talk goes to get real. All right, I'm coming to you today from San Jose, Costa Rica. Um, it's lit. It's the most lit way. Um, but we're going to get all past that, and we're actually going to go straight to the topic. Because this one is something that I've been talking about with a lot of my peoples recently. And I'm getting a lot of conflicting ideas, but overall, it's a real healthy discussion. It's one I, I think we need to have, and it's... Uh, procreation, having kids. Uh, there are really two schools of thought right now. You have your old school of thought, which is that the more kids you have, the better off you are. That comes from the days when you had to have farmland, when you were working, and that having kids, you was pulling them out of school. That's when they was getting you know, lower educations because they was working. Um, but now, new school of thought Let's hold off on having kids because what's happening is it's really turning into a, a, a hindrance to your prosperity. So that's the overall theme. And we're going to keep this, this, this one coming short because, um, like I said, Costa Rica lit and I kind of got to get back to some other things. But here we go. Now, when you have two families that wanted to come together, combine their wealth. Yes, marriage and children was the way to go. I'm not going to dive too much into that because you already understand that those are the ways that is the traditional institution of marriage and having children was to benefit you because every set of hands you had working was a set of hands that was improving the wealth of your family. And that's was great at the time, but that's not where we are anymore. And when it comes down to 2019, you really can't think like that. Back in 1919, yes, you could think like that. And the life expectancy was shorter. Um, so you would think people would be having children not too many years after they was able to physically make children. Um, and that's just not where we are anymore. One of, the, one of the ways I like to look at it is like this. If I had my plot of land or if I had uh, a, um, my trade, maybe my trade was carpentry, it would behoove me to have more sons because each son I have is an additional laborer I have. But... We don't live in that age anymore. Then came the Industrial Revolution, kind of changed the game. Now here we are, the first time in human history that having children will decrease your chances of prosperity in a general sense. For those of you out there that have parents, I am not knocking you. For people that are thinking about having children, I am not stopping you. I personally want to have children myself. That's not the, uh, I'm not going into my, what I feel personally. I'm just going across what's the facts right now. Because now you got to think about it. Let's say you, you graduate from high school, 18. For those that go on to college, now you're 21, 23, on, on up to 25 before you even can really self-sufficient. Then you got uh, student loans. 
you got debt, debt on top of more debt. Then you want to instantly throw a child on top of that. That's that can hinder your prosperity. That that's that makes it harder. This is the first time in 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 the modern age that having children makes it harder to to be successful. Um, at least at least financially, that is. Now, I'm not referring to wealth because wealth is more than the dollar, but when it comes to financially. So, here's a couple of things that I think that could fix it. The first thing is, we really need to look at marriage itself. Because it was back in the 70s when the song came out. Maybe it was, yeah, it was the 70s. The song, It's Cheaper to Keep Her. Marriage has turned into such a financial um, institution nationally it's no longer between the man, the woman, and whichever church or anything like that. Now it's between this man, the woman, and the state. And the state has the most power in the relationship. Wrong. That's, we, need to, we need to look at that. Now, one thing I think would work in terms of marriage, let's make marriage license renewable. Hold on before anybody hop down on me. This is what I think in terms of making it renewable. When a man and a woman gets together, they get their their marriage license, and it has an expiration date. This forces prenuptial conversation because people aren't having it. And not saying this prenuptial conversation means that we have to plan on breaking up, but it makes you address what does marriage look like to you? What does it look like to me? Now we have to make sure that we're on the same page because too many people are thinking that, oh, well, for me, marriage is a woman or a man. And for me, is the man providing. Or for, you know, we have all type of, of abusive partners on both sides. So it forces that conversation because a lot of people out here emulating what they saw from their parents, God forbid, they came from a broken home with a single parent. Then what you're doing? Emulating what you saw on TV? We all know TV is not as realistic as we would like it to be. Uh, as, so now you have that conversation of the marriage. Now, you get to renew it. Maybe you have the, the one year, the three year, the seven year. And, you know, at the end of three years, you got to look over at your partner like, hey, how you feeling? You in love right now? All right, well, yeah, all right, let's, you in love, I'm in love, cool. Let's, get a, let, let's renew this bad boy for seven years because we own it right now. Or you may look over at your partner and be like, hey, hey, what you want to do? Because I ain't really feeling it right now. Well, let's just renew for one more year, see how we feel. And at the end of that year, you ain't feeling it. I ain't feeling it. We don't renew our our marriage license. Boom. Our prearranged prenup goes into effect. And you can always update that, too. Every time you renew your license, you renew your prenup. So it's going to rather be 50-50. You you take what you have, what you came with. I take what I came with. Whatever. So that that is one thing that, and and I'm not diverting from the topic of children because children is a major element of the home. This marriage is part of the home. I'll divert for a second just to say it's crazy how nowadays people feel like they want to date you, move in together, have a baby, then let's get married. 
Back in the day, it used to be date you, let's get married, move in together, then have a baby. See how drastically different that is? Why? Economics. Because first, let me date you. All right, let me see if I like you a little bit. All right, cool. Now let's move in together because I need to see if I really, really like you and kick, kick down with you like that. Because if we jump into marriage, that means if we break out of it, oh, man, we screwed. All right, cool. Now I really like you. I like you enough to where we can have kids. But let's have kids and not even be married. Why? Going back to what I said, the state, federally, they have too much control in our own relationships. So the only way we can maintain control in our own relationship is to not sign our name on the dotted line and send it up to that courthouse. Going back to the initial topic. So another thing that would help these uh, that I think would be a solution. And this is it sounds simple, but we all know somebody that is guilty of this. Babies don't save relationships. Folks need to stop having these kids hoping that the baby can fix it. The baby can't fix nothing. If he cheat, he cheat. If she cheat, she cheat. Baby not going to stop it. And that, if, if anything, that'll exacerbate the problem. So that's something else that you need to keep in mind. The last thing I'll add in terms of, of a solution for it, this one's a little bit controversial. I know, I know we are not going to be able to implement this. And I know why, but I still want to say it. I really think there should be an evaluation that human beings have to take before procreation. Hear me out. I know that sounds very Black Mirror-esque. But one, it's a lot of stupid people out here having a bunch of kids. The people that are smart enough to understand the situation all the ones that ain't having a bunch of kids or they're having them later in life for the most part. I know some very smart people that got a bunch of kids and they had them early. And I know some very stupid people that never had kids. But in a general sense, I'm, I'm generalizing right now. Bear with me. And I'm not saying a standardized written test. I'm not saying an obstacle course. I'm actually saying a little bit of all of that. Make, make sure that somebody is really going to raise a productive human being because a lot of us out here want to have kids. Even more of us want to have babies. But what you don't realize is every single time you procreate, that person's going to be an adult way longer than they're going to be a baby. You're not making babies. You're adding adults. So are you going to have somebody that's a productive citizen that's adding to society, that is really uplifting us, a pillar of the commuting? Are you just going to have another asshole in my way in traffic because I don't need another one of them? You see what I'm saying? Just another person coming up to the job asking for stuff for free. Or just another person, you know, they trying to get the hookup of stealing. Like, you got to think about these kind of things. And people aren't. So it's time we start taking that stuff into account. We really need to have, I, 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 I know, it's just, it's ethically and morally wrong. I'm not saying, saying we're going to do it. I know it's not going to happen. But at the end of the day, it would be pretty smooth if we could 
limit dumbasses from procreating. Uh, yeah, I mean, at least just have one baby and not 17. But that's all I'll say on that. Let me know. I know this is controversial. People got different things to say. Maybe I rubbed you the wrong way. Maybe I didn't. If you agree, let me know. If you disagree, send your hate mail. You know how to find me. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook at Real Talk Rizak. I look forward to hearing from y'all soon. Um, catch me next week. I'll be coming to y'all from the Bahamas. And I'm signing out. This is Real Talk with Rizak, where talk go to get real.